Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Going on here. Resistance is futile. This indeed you are is in my hand. Fan effect. Lone wars have ended. You can either adapt and survive or die with the past. Oh man, this looks fun. May the fourth be with you, everybody. It is Star Wars Day. The franchise celebrating by giving us a brand new show. And joining us to tell us all about it, Andy Farnsworth of KSL News Radio, KSL's Fan Effect Podcast, and along with Andy is the Star Wars tie. Yes, of course. <laughs> show I mean, us. You yes. got to represent on a day like today, right? <laughs> well, one of the great things to me, guys, about Star Wars Day, it's not just the sales on Star Wars items or the ability to wear Star Wars clothing to work, which, make no mistake, I do enjoy those things. But to me, the best part is brand new content, new stories to tell and shows to watch. It's been almost six months since season two of The Mandalorian ended, and many Star Wars fans, like Dan and me, well, we want more. Give us more. And that's what we get starting today with Star Wars The Bad Batch, a new animated series premiering on Disney+. Plus. This new show follows the exploits of some specific clone troopers who were introduced in a previous Star Wars animated series, The Clone Wars. Now, because they're all clones, they're all supposed to be, you know, the same, right? Well, these five clone soldiers we know and follow in The Bad Batch were kind of defective when they were made, so they ended up with one particular skill or physical trait that's extremely enhanced. Hunter, he's essentially the team leader, and he can track stuff really well. You can tell because he wears a headband. Wrecker, he's kind of like the Incredible Hulk of the team, huge, strong, but not too bright. Tech, well, I'll let you guess what his specialty is. Crosshair, he's an expert marksman. And Echo, he used to be a regular clone, but after some stuff that happened to him in the last TV series, he's now kind of a cyborg who can interface with machines. Now, I don't really want to spoil anything plot-wise for fans who are excited. Plus, if I did, Disney might electroshock me, or worse, <laughs> take away my ability to watch stuff in the future. But the series begins during the events of the movie Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, specifically the final moments of the Clone War where the Jedi Order of Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Yoda is betrayed and destroyed by the clone troopers they once led. The Bad Batch begins to examine the time period right after that movie, what happens to all the clones who were specifically created to fight in a war that's now over. They're not just robots you can turn off. Also, what is it like for the people of the galaxy who've watched their government change from a republic to an empire pretty much overnight? If these questions interest you, then you are someone who will probably like the Bad Batch. If you're more of a casual fan of the galaxy far, far away and the Jedi or Darth Vader or the main movie characters like Luke, Han Solo or Rey or who you love most about Star Wars, well, none of them are in the Bad Batch, <laughs> at least in the first two episodes that I was able to preview. 
This series is more for those fans who are looking to add layers to the Star Wars overall story. There are references to events from the movies, references to both previous animated series, The Clone Wars and Rebels. And it's already been announced that a character from The Mandalorian will show up in the series. No, it's not The Mandalorian or Baby Yoda. It's somebody named Fennec Shand, a character played by Ming-Na Wen. And that kind of summarizes what I'm talking about as far as to whom this series will appeal most. Those who want to know all the different parts of the Star Wars universe and those who love making those connections between the shows, the books, the movies, and the comics. People like me. <laughs> fans of the Clone Wars and Rebels should definitely tune in. For those who are more casual fans, The Bad Batch is a solid, if unspectacular, start to a Star Wars animated series, at least through two episodes. But it should be pointed out, Dave Filoni is producing this series just like he did with the previous animated series. Both Clone Wars and Rebels took a little bit to really get going, but when they did, they were amazing. So perhaps be patient is the best advice I can give. And as Dan Spindle and I have both agreed, keep your expectations in check and watch it with younger kids. They'll probably like it, and it's also more likely to grow on you that way. The Bad Batch is streaming exclusively on Disney+. Plus. The first of 16 episodes dropped today, and it's over an hour long, 71 minutes. But future episodes will drop every Friday, starting with this Friday, and those episodes will clock in at the shorter 22 to 25-minute range. I love the animation. That's what I, I love the animation and the kind of the cinematic quality of it. It's not like a, a Cartoon Network thing that's just rapid fire. It's an actual kind of cinematic feel. It feels like a movie uh, and sharing it with your kids. I mean, that's that's the most fun about Star Wars anyway. Exactly. And that's the thing. If you're like kind of bored and they're enjoying it, yeah, you're enjoying it with them. Yeah, no, honestly, that's why I never got into the Clone Wars when it was originally out and then it started streaming. And that's what streaming kind of does. You can go and sample things and... Well, don't forget, if you don't want to watch Clone Wars, I mean, just about everything Star Wars you can find online today. So right. you've got Disney Plus has all the movies and, you know, there's deals if you want to buy them for yourself. So, I mean, you can pick what you like. That's the great thing about having more is you can pick what you want. <laughs> Andy, I'm sensing from Lori a little bit of, uh, hmm... Is, are you really going to watch? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Lori's the dark side in this. <laughs> she's she's the Darth Vader going. Yeah, oh, outside she's of gonna crush. the main Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia. I'm 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 just good with those. She's things. out. <laughs> All right. Well, Thanks, she just Andy. saw enough right there, Andy. Yeah. You did a great job. Give yeah, us a little thank taste. you. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.